This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say? We do a podcast on this lovely, lovely Rita May. What's up? How come I don't hear Eddie in my headphones? Al cannot hear me. I mean, he can hear me. He just doesn't hear me clear. Oh, Oh, now you got me. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, I've decided I've found the the real issue between men and women. Oh, my God. I've discovered it completely. Hmm. I have a response that I'm going to refrain from saying. So I'm very curious to hear what your take is because I've been searching for this for... Years. I believe for the most part. Now, you have to couch everything these days, Jerry. Do some men uh, behave uh, in relationships like women and women like men, would I'm about to say? Yes, indeed. Of course, of course. But I would say for the most part, most of the women in my life or that I interact with, if there is ever a argument or a debate, they don't debate or argue with facts. facts right they debate only with emotion and i debate only in facts with no emotion and the only woman in my life that that doesn't happen with is my younger sister chrissy oh yeah she's the only one that will go back and forth on actual facts i had a back and forth texting type conversation yesterday with a woman she's not in my you know she's she's not related to me i don't really know her okay but we were going back and forth on a topic okay and uh she didn't like something that i had posted produced oh boy produced is this something we talked about it is briefly okay she didn't appreciate something i produced and when i said well this is what i said this this and this which of these things did you have an issue with? Or inaccurate. Or in- inaccurate. And she would come back and not answer that question. And I kept going back to it. I go, okay, but what I said was this, is this not true? Again, wrote something else back, but didn't. And I just realized, I, I, this has happened with Gina. This has happened in past relationships. We're we're discussing or arguing from two completely different 
we're very different realms. Right. Like we're one very is different just humans. All emotion, and one is all what I would say is facts. Like I would have this, you know, with with Gina at times. She'd be like, you know, um, when's the last time you came over? It's been days. I'd be like, okay, well, Monday you were at, like, I'll lay out the facts. Well, let's look at the days. Monday you were at. Uh, you know, work till seven. I go to bed at seven. Tuesday, you were down at your mom's all day. So anyway. Wednesday, you know, you spend time with your son. And now we're at Thursday. She'd be like, but it doesn't seem like you care. And th- so now we're into the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now we're into an emotional thing. We've That's elim- a different question. Right. We've eliminated the facts. Yeah. And I just find that over and over again in my interactions with women. The one that I like is not, well, they are fact based, but and it's, and I won't say who, but there have been people in my life as well that, and, mo- and I guess guys too, but mostly women, that would say, "Never hear from you." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I know it's been busy." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, but like, you know, no time." You haven't called me either, and then there's like silence, right? Like, well, how does that work? But it doesn't bother me that you didn't reach out. I know you're there. You know I'm here. I'm good, but you you don't care to talk to me. Well, do you care to talk to me? And it like and it goes nowhere. So I kind of know exactly what you're saying. And I don't know if when being presented by facts, they're ignoring it on purpose or they're so caught up in the emotional part of it that maybe I don't know. Like I, and I've had people in my life, men and women. Sometimes where if you ask them a couple questions on a text message, they'll answer one. Right. Right? Yes. And ignore the other two. A lot of people do that, actually. And then there, so there are certain people like that in my life that I know to ask one at a time. Oh, this way you get a response and an answer. Yeah. And they can't ignore the other two. Yeah. Now, this is something I think, uh, like, my my sister gets with her son. You know, he's in his 20s now. Right. But. Like, she'll ask a, a text him something and gets either no response or one word response or answers one of the three important questions. And then you say, okay, what about these other two? And no response. <laughs> and I, I I had a girlfriend like this nuts. at one time. It is insane. Yeah. So it was like, I feel like each person has a different way to communicate. Yeah. And we're all different. And then you got to adapt. To that person's communication style, I guess. Well, now this comes back to what I said to you the other day when I was at Home Depot online. Are we really meant to be engaged with one another for long periods of time? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm 32 years in. I'm fine. 31 years in, whatever. But there are days where I think my wife wants to murder me for no reason other than she doesn't like the sight of me that day. You know, and I'm sure you've had the same thing, and I think relationships are like that. And relationships that aren't very good, it's like, should you even be with someone? Because you don't, for what you're saying, you have to adapt to them. Should you try and find someone more like you then? Like, I don't know. And then is that bad if you're two very similar? The whole Seinfeld episode was about that. Like, Like, you're looking at yourself. That ain't good either. I don't know what the answer. I have no idea. Yeah, it's we is it's uh it's strange. It's a strange difference. Oh, it's str- I'm telling you, relationship conversations I think are fascinating to have. 
they're dangerous to have two. Yeah. Because you don't want to say something that you may not necessarily mean or comes out wrong. But it's um, like reading that book I told you about, hearing you, everybody's brain is different and they perceive things differently. They hear the one thing that drives you nuts. And this is with the texting that I just hate is when you can't hear or see the tone. Yeah. It's the worst thing in the world. That's why you, the best way to communicate is is verbally. And like in front of someone, you see facial expression, you hear the tone, you see everything. The texting is poison in every which way. Very tough. Yes. Unless you're getting a simple answer. Hey, what time are you leaving your house? That's different. 2.45. You can't have a Great. serious conversation over text. No. You can't. And that's why I think uh, I'm sure other comedians have done it as well. But Dane Cook had uh, had a thing in one of his specials years ago about uh, texting, arguing with a woman. Yeah, you know, a man and a woman arguing, and like as the as the guy's trying to like punch in a word, he gets this, brrr, this huge <laughs> response from a woman, and by the time he gets the next thought out, it's another huge response. Like, how fast is she typing? That's right. Yeah, some people are good at it. <laughs> oh, the furious, angry typing. You ain't kidding. That is the worst, right? Like when you, if you have a fight with your wife or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and they won't answer the phone. So then you're forced to, to fight on text. Oh, terrible. Not a good way it's to go. so annoying. Not a good way you have to, to go. You have to scroll back up to see what yeah. they said that you want to make a point on. Scroll yeah. back down. It's an, it's annoying. Yeah. It really is. That's Very too tough. funny. So that's it. I think I've nailed it. I think if uh, we could all argue, but if I were to say women don't argue with facts, women would say that's incorrect because everyone likes to think they argue with facts. Well, yeah. And so like you can go back to when there are things that hit everybody like the pandemic. And I, I hearken back to this too, because then there are, you've had conversations with people yeah. that just spew stuff, whatever side you're, you fall on. I had a conversation with a guy at our cornhole league that was having, I walked into a conversation like, where did you read that? Well, I saw it somewhere. Where? Right. Who said it? What I don't are your remember. Sources? Like, are you making it up? Because everything I've read is opposite of that. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're looking at. I'm like, no, no, I can show you what I'm looking <laughs> at. Please tell me where you heard that. And there's no, like, is this your opinion? Maybe. But what's it based on? My opinion. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. No, you're not allowed, actually. An opinion with no fact is nothing. But so many people, that's what it is. That's what life has become. Right. And just like I would think like when uh, people debate political topics, Republicans and Democrats, conservatives, liberals, they're also probably arguing two different ways, which is why we never get anywhere. Correct. You take a piece of factual information. And then add emotion to it. So what they're saying might have started from a piece of factual information and then basically veers off into God knows where. And that's where you have the divided lines. So yeah. stark. It's really uh, politics. No thanks. Yeah, that's where Sal's tough. got it right. Head in the sand. Yes. He is so right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not that bad. But I'm, you know, that's why I don't argue. I can't. I don't, I'm not interested. It's too much. It's, uh, it's enough. I got it's, enough worrying about the Mets, Yankees, Jets, right. Giants. I'm good. By the way, Jerry, I did order this morning a batting helmet because I'm going to be facing both of your kids. Yes. Matthew's uh, 17. He'll throw from 60 feet. That's going to be a tough one. And Joseph is 12. He will throw from 50 feet. All right. And uh, we're going to do this 
the last week of August. We're going to film yes. it for digital. Yes. I just got to figure out where. Yeah. It's going to be, Jerry, somewhere with a fence because I want to put one over the fence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure we can find a 350-foot fence somewhere. 350? I want to be on a Matthew's little Matthew's throwing from 60 feet. Okay, so his... That's a it, real field. Okay. Wow, 350. I wonder if I can get one out there. Maybe 290 to right field, although you're a righty, so I don't know. I'd have to see. Yeah, I'm a righty. I don't do this opposite field nonsense. Really. I'm a pull <laughs> hitter. Right when you can't catch up to his fastball. I am a pull hitter. <laughs> so I bought a helmet on Amazon. Okay. One with the... Uh, you got the jaw guard? The jaw guard. All right. I'll have a cup on. Yes. I'm going to feel pretty invincible. My question to you is this, because you deal with the kids. Like, I wear glasses. Yeah. Do I wear glasses at bat, or is that dangerous? It's it's dangerous if you get hit in the face with a fastball. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that through, that part. Yeah. but My kids have relatively good control, though. I don't think that'll be the case. But I wonder, like, I have problems reading, right? So yes. things up close. Yeah. If I don't wear my glasses, I'll probably still be able to see the baseball. Well, if you really only wear the glasses to read, you should be fine. I wear glasses to read. I can see. Like, it's blurry now, but if I get out there, you're going to throw me some batting practice. Yes, 100%. So that way I intimidate your kids. They That's see not going to be the case. They see the way I throw batting practice. They see me belting balls. Maybe. We'll all see. All the park. We shall see. You might be right. Then I was looking like... I was like, hmm, Gio said to me, he goes, are you going to go to a batting cage? I said, Your no. initial response was no. No. I did look into it, though. I, okay. I did Google it. There's a batting cage in in Long Branch. Perfect. A batting thing. It's $50 an hour. Oh, so that's not probably a machine. That's probably, probably going to get a, you're going to get a pitching tunnel. Yeah. I mean, a, a batting tunnel. But it says it does come, it did say it comes with a machine. Oh, it does. Okay, yeah. good. Awesome. But my problem with that is I, I've not swung a bat in a long time, right? Yeah. So let's say I go in there for an hour. Yeah, you're going to be exhausted and you have blisters on your hand. And you know how sore my sides are going to be from turning? You're going to have an oblique issue and you're yeah. going to be out for six to eight weeks. So I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to show up. I'll t- take some batting practice off Absolutely. you. You're going to lob some in just to get some I swings will. in. yes. And to intimidate your kids. I'll throw and, you some good straight fastballs. Yeah, straight fastballs. Just like you were throwing for your son in the home run derby. Yes. I want home run derby balls, Jerry. No where problem. they come right in. You got it. Do I get used an aluminum bat or a wood no, bat? No, no, your wood bat. Okay. No, I, well, I might not hit one 350. Probably not. I don't think that'll You be have a case. wood bat for me or I got to get one of those? You do, okay. I do have one. No problem. I'm going to look, by the way, the helmet I got, Jerry, is a cool-looking white helmet and white matte finish. <laughs> look oh, at you. I'm going to look so badass. Which Boomer and Geo or Boomer and Carton jersey will you wear? I might wear a Mets jersey. Oh, okay. Say Kingman on the back? Or maybe I'll go Boomer Geo. You can do that. Okay. I might do that, Jerry. Izzo or Gallo, one of those guys. Yeah, will, uh... that's going to be awesome. All right. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and then I do have a a really good post game podcast story that was sent to me by numerous people, Jerry. Okay, it's one of those stories you can't ignore. All right, uh, I'm going to give you the uh, the 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 headline or the the first 
portion of this, the first line of the story. I look forward this to this. comes from South Beach, Florida. We were in South Beach. We were. I enjoyed many cocktails there. A homeless Florida man with no arms has been arrested for stabbing a tourist with scissors using his feet. Really? Yeah. Think of how good this guy is. He's a homeless artist. He was arrested and charged with aggravated battery after he allegedly stabbed a tourist from Chicago. According to the to a witness, the tourist from Chicago went up to the homeless man with no arms asking for directions when the man suddenly attacked him, stabbing him in the arm before fleeing on foot. Quote from the tourist. I love this quote from the tourist. Think of what I just told you happened to him. I'm not not from here, and this is not what I came for. I came for a vacation. Oh, really? You didn't come to get stabbed (laughs) with scissors by a man using his feet. Right. And he's come from Chicago where they're shooting people, right? They've had shooting issues. A lot of shooting issues in Chicago. Now he's going to Miami. He's getting stabbed. My God. The victim continues. I just said, do you know where this is? But as soon as I talked, the only thing he reacted was he just cut me. Police did catch up with the homeless man. His side of the story is he was laying down on the street when a man came up to him and punched him in the head. Oh, boy. He said he then pulled a pair of scissors from his suitcase with his feet and stabbed him twice to defend himself. The tourist said, why would I go and attack someone else? I wouldn't do that. He said, how the hell did I get stabbed? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe with his legs someone could do that. I wouldn't have thought so either. He's in jail on $7,500 bond. So that means, let's say he, if he's homeless, he can't post $7,500. So he just sits in jail until, is that how bond works? You then just sit in jail until you're. so, until you're heard. Until you go in front of the judge. And if you post bond, they're saying. If you post bond, that means that they don't think you're a flight risk and that they'll give you a court date. And then if you're found not guilty, you get the money back. You get the bond back? Yeah. And if you're found guilty, you don't get the bond back? I don't think so. I, I don't believe so. Or do they it, only use the bond to say to to make it so that you have to show up? To get your money back. I don't know. But then how are the bail bondsmen making money? There's got to be some Yeah, fees. no, I don't think... I think if you're found guilty, I don't think you get your money back. Do you think you'll make it your entire life without being arrested and being taken to jail? Yes. Me too. Well, why would I think otherwise? I don't know. I'm just... You know, it's one of those things. Like, this guy what maybe... What percentage of society gets arrested? I, I. That's a good question. Not a big amount. No, but... Just like we say, you, you'll probably never visit Japan or never get to... Well, that I can tell you. I'm not interested. You'll never get to Germany. You're not interested. Could you also say you're never going to be arrested? Can I know? Do I think not? Yeah. Because you never know if you end up in a fight. Right. That's different. Wrong place, wrong time. A car accident that's your fault. There are things... Or like, remember when you had a warrant out for your arrest because somebody had uh, stolen your license plates and committed a crime? Yes. You would have been handcuffed probably if you were pulled over, even though it was nothing. It was a total misunderstanding. You're right. You're right about that. So I'm just looking here. Like, will there ever be a Jerry Recco mugshot? No. I, there been, no. Why would you say that? Hey, you down on your luck. 
<laughs> You're unbelievable. <laughs> Come on, man. So let's see. All right. So here's a headline from this is a justice website. All right. As many American uh, just facts, as many Americans have criminal records as college diplomas. Wow. That's, that's a, a lot. huge number then. That's a lot. Yeah. So uh, you're right. I'm wrong. The number of Americans with a criminal history has risen sharply over the past three decades. Today, nearly one third of the adult, of the adult working age population has a criminal record. I don't believe that. That is unbelievable. That statistically means one person in every three houses has a criminal record. Right. Uh, like, no, no, no. That's no. It's one third of of adults. Right, not household. So, like, that's I, bizarre. I, the condo I live in has sixteen units. <laughs> so you've got. I'm living with all criminals, Jerry. So if you've got right, so if you sixteen units, if you've got two people, two in people a in each one, that's thirty two people that are there. That means there's ten people with criminal records in your just in your condo. Right. Yeah. No way. It must be because state criminal history um, repositories contain more than one hundred million records. They're popularly referred to as rap sheets or criminal records. That's and that's 2012. So it's probably only gotten worse. Maybe it's half the people now. You know, how, know. you know, how I think about where it seems like that is the case is when I watch these different uh, crime shows. Yeah, the way the police react with a potential suspect when they only have a few criminal records on hand, like they're like, you know, we. We picked them up as a suspect. He only had three misdemeanors. I'm like, yeah. Like, there's so have none. Right? <laughs> You're not supposed to have misdemeanors. Like, that's what they're facing with. They're faced with, with people with, like, just having a couple misdemeanors isn't a big deal. Is a moving violation a criminal offense? No, I think moving violations are totally... They're, they're, right, so they're I get like a speeding a ticket to an 80 and a 55, yeah, and it's no. four points on my license. That's no. not a criminal record. I don't know then. That sounds high. That sounds very high. That means we've got criminals among us here, and many of them. Yes. Statistically. That's weird. I'm going to start eyeballing people out in that newsroom, I would, if we got because if, we, if we've got 18 people here, six of them have criminal records. Right. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it seems very high. I agree. Unless... Unless they lo- so if they say there's a hundred million records, mm-hmm. if some guy has nine, <laughs> he's he's taking it's not nine people. Maybe they're just dividing that. I don't know. Maybe I, they're dividing the number of things on your record amongst all the people. Yes, that they just be. add up all the criminal records and then divide that amongst the citizens. Right, which would not be accurate. That would not be accurate. But I don't know. That's a weird one. Why right, do you think you're gonna have a mugshot? No, I I, I hope not. Right, I mean. I, we, none of us have 100% certainty of anything except right. death. Correct. So who knows? That we know. You know? Yeah. So That's I what I was saying. Like, you, you don't see that happening, though. I do not. You having a mugshot. No, I don't. I don't. I hope not. Because if Me it too. does, that means that something really went wrong. But you could have a mugshot even if you were completely innocent and it was a wrong place, wrong time, and then it yeah. gets straightened out. Yeah. You would still have a Jerry Reco mugshot. Again, why are you trying to get me into a mugshot situation? My God, man. I wonder what your fit. You'd be like, like, just get me out of here. I'm, de- I'm not guilty. Get me out of here. Look, that's how I think. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I'd but, smile in case it went on the internet. You'd smile. like such a jackass. Yee. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. Now, tomorrow is Friday. You are here hosting again tomorrow with Gio. Yes. I'll be here 
warm-up showing with CeeLo. Yes. Uh, and then uh, we'll ease into the weekend. We what will. do you say? Sounds what do you good. say we come back here tomorrow morning with a with a Jacob DeGrom win and a Yankees win over the Blue Jays, Jerry? Why don't you say we why don't you say we show up tomorrow for that? For a happy celebratory Friday. Oh, I'd love it, Jerry. And a summer Friday, they're dwindling. They are dwindling. How many summer Fridays do you really have left? Real summer Fridays? About three. For you, take them into October, you probably got nine. Yeah. No. No, not that many. I definitely have wow. all September. If you go to you, yeah, you've got about eight. I would say you've got eight of them. You're saying we only have, we actually we only have two Fridays left in August. Yeah, and then the four in September. Oh, actually, because September is the second, the ninth, sixteenth, twenty. You got five of them in September. Is that right? And then if I give you one or two in October, you've right, got about nine. eight or nine. I probably get eight or nine. Yeah, I'll waste them, Jerry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just gonna waste. Ever, you ever dawn on you that you feel like you're wasting your life? Sometimes it does. I do. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That the whole doing nothing thing is fun sometimes, but sometimes it's like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I do get that. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I will say that that was one of the reasons why I moved where I moved close to the beach so that with my windows open, it feels like I'm doing something. I hear you. That's an even though I'm not, I have an atmosphere where it's I see people. Yes. Where you were in Basking Ridge. No, it was the middle of nowhere. Yes. That was not a young man's place. No. And Man, I spent what? my young years there, Jerry. You did. Yeah, you did. Damn it. Yep. I spent right. my real young years in Florida. True. Going to strip clubs and smoking weed. Oh, yeah. Well, not smoking weed. Definitely going <laughs> to strip clubs. We went to strip clubs a lot. We would go to the dog greyhound races and then right to the strip club. You were living life. <laughs> After our 10 o'clock PM, 10 p.m. radio shift ended. It's amazing. What a different person you are. <laughs> yes. Man. And I wound up with a Greyhound, Jerry. How, how about that? Life comes full circle. Full circle, Jerry. All right, warm up now. Soup!